you have arrived at Next Level Radio, episode number 75. Three quarters of the way to 100, and things are getting very, very, very spicy. Before we get into the goodness and sweetness of our episode, we got to give the OGs all the credit that's due. And the first is the Iron Chapel. You guys know the drill with this. Strength and conditioning at its finest with a holistic approach to unlocking athletic potential. This is for everybody. We just put out our commercial. We have a spot for every single person that is out there. If you're wanting more information, check us out on Instagram, the Iron Chapel. Check us out on Facebook or just give your boy a DM and we'll get you going. Secondly, and most importantly, would be Nutridyne. Nutridyne, the medical supplement company geared towards addressing underlying causes of disease and maximizing your performance. Listeners of this podcast get 20% off in a free consultation to get started. Quit dragging your feet. Quit eating like shit. Just get after it. And like I had mentioned, Next Level Radio is going to have some absolutely banger sponsors coming down the pipeline. Um, there is, I can't even say the names right now, but there are some pretty cool ones. We got some cool reviews coming for you guys and things are going to get spicy. But onto the goodness, like we talk about next level radio number 75. Today and a lot of the forward coming podcasts are going to be around crypto. The cryptocurrency markets being the market that has changed my life and many others beyond measure um, and it's a it's something that we never really saw coming and it has taken over every single aspect of every single industry and has its feet dipped in everything you can think of and so with that we have been getting this podcast uh, the conception of this podcast is finally here however we've been talking about this for a long fucking time uh, glad it finally ended up working out. Uh, the t- just the timeline for everybody. Now that we've launched Next Level Crypto, we had to get some uh, behind-the-scenes stuff ready to rock and roll up in here in Dickinson, North Dakota. So we have today, uh, you're now the third repeat offender on Next Level Radio. Nice. And so we have my cousin Lance Lombard, and I'll just have him take it away and introduce himself real quick-like. Yeah, uh, who, who's on that list? Is that me and Bryce? Bryce or? Meredith, and uh, uh, I'll think of it. Um, there's one other one. I'll still probably be the least yep. impressive person. Do, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so basically, Kobe, you know, laid everything out. We, last year, um, actually two years ago, right around the holidays, mm-hmm. we happened to be with, uh, you know, a person in our family named Evan. Uh, he is... The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, just crazy into crypto. Um, not crazy like he's nuts, but he just, he finds out about things really, really early and he was talking to us about it. And Kobe and I both kind of had like an aha moment. Yours was well before mine, I think probably three or four months before mine. Mm -hmm. Um, so Kobe started buying crypto immediately. Uh, I kind of went a little bit slower into it, kind of started changing things up. I was still running a business, still owned a house. Yeah. Um, and it was different because Evan was like, you got to get into this. I'm into XRP. This is before XRP's lawsuit. Yeah. And then we started jumping in, but then the the skeptical side of you, which is good, but you were like, hey, be careful with tax stuff. That's what I remember you talking Mm -hmm. about. Like, be careful with the tax implications behind it. Um, And again, in Next Level Crypto, we address that. But- 
um, that's kind of where that all started. Well, it's evolving too. Uh, you know, sitting here today, we don't know everything that can happen around crypto. We don't all have that crystal ball. We all wish we did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think every single person, whether it's stocks, crypto, anything that you can invest in, everyone has a moment where they wish they would have done something differently. Or earlier. Or earlier. Yeah. Um, and I think back to Bitcoin as the example. I'm 33. I remember, dude, I probably had one of the first Coinbase accounts ever. And I didn't do anything with it. I just had a login and I would check the prices and I'm like, ah, digital currency. And then I would hear people hate on it. Yep. And through osmosis, right? You're like you're hearing people talk negatively about this thing and you kind of adopt that mentality, which is unfortunate, right? Mm-hmm. We should all do our own due diligence. Yep. Um, but I just remember like, oh, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. And now I'm like off the deep end. I'm like, sell your house, sell your yeah. assets, like get into crypto now because- You literally did sell your house. I literally <laughs> did sell my house, yeah. Um, but it's one of those where this stuff can change your life. And I think you, you said it really well. This is the moment where our generation is going to look back on later and future mm-hmm. generations and be like, wow, there were so many people that were able to become millionaires yep. and have extreme access to wealth that would have never, ever had those opportunities before. You hear about a lot of the big-time millionaires and uh, your Grant Cardones, your Mr. Wonderfuls, they all say it. This is the easiest time in human history yeah. to make money yeah. and, and I, large sums of money. And I think it's easy to be a skeptic of that too, right? Mm-hmm. You, you hear about these people, and you, I think me watching videos on TikTok, Facebook, whatever it is, I see people, and I'm like, oh, they're selling something. Right? Mm-hmm. Every, everyone's selling something, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always a skeptic of it, and I have to do my own due diligence. And that's good and bad, right? Yep. But at some point, what I'm asking is people just to educate themselves on this industry because I think the sky's the limit. 100%. There's so many opportunities. And that's that's where Next Level Crypto got its inception. Um, just the, the, t- the, the behind the scenes will give you guys a little bit. We found uh, we'd been a part of different trading groups, different crypto groups, different investing groups, real estate groups, all these different pieces of the puzzle mm-hmm. and entrepreneurs we both yep. could open multiple companies yep and we found that the biggest barrier of entry is education and a lot of times you get into these groups and they say buy this sell this put your stop here x y and z yeah. and great but also we want to teach you how to fish not just here's your fish you know yeah. we want we want to be able to have you jump off the deep end like we did because it was uh, this whole, and I was skeptical too, because at that time, my good buddy, good friend, Dylan Friedrich, I was part of Impact Investing and still am. And so I was trading the stock market and Evan's telling me about crypto and I was skeptical. I was like, dude, let's just stick with stocks. Just yeah. don't, just don't go into that. And then Evan kind of started bringing it back and teaching us again, get us back to the education, teaching us about what it can do. Fast forward to what, two months, three months ago we started really diving into next level crypto and we said, what do other, other companies, other things, other discords, other groups lack? And what would have been nice for us, right? Like we didn't have a playbook. We were jumping in on exchanges. We're like, yep. is this was, KYC? Is this, we have no idea. We have no idea. No. Like we were looking at stuff. We had no idea what we we're looking at. And I think that's the drawback with crypto. And that's why this is such a cool opportunity for so many folks is we're going to help them learn and know what they're doing and they don't have to guess and throw money at something potentially and lose it just because they don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And and that's what they're getting with us. And there was, there was about 
there was only about 5% of the American population that was owning crypto at one point. And so if you think about that and you, you hear it talked about on news, you hear it talked about a next level crypto or any different group and you're like, Oh, I'm too late. Yeah. That's the worst decision I could have anybody make is that you're not too late. You're actually, even since we've got in over t- almost two years ago, you're still early. Like you're, yeah. you're still very early. You have this first congressional hearing in, uh, on, on the Hill and they have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, like absolutely. there's so much stuff that we're doing that they have no idea. So gets us to what do we offer you at next level crypto? And it gets us back to trying to provide you the base level education and then the master level education with people that know what they're talking about in the crypto group. So we have a slogan of what we offer you education, personalization, and communication. So we're going to offer you the next level crypto Academy, giving you the A to Z in the crypto markets. This is staking DeFi, NFTs, tax implications, stable coins, everything, terminology, everything you could think of. Debit cards, credit cards, loans, 100% loans with crypto assets. Yep. And then we get you into personalization. We give you information for you to make your own financial advice so that you can customize your portfolio to what you want. So in our introductions, we ask you, what is your goal? Why did you, why did you pay us? Why did you, why did you become part of this group? And we can get to that surface level. Okay. They want a better life for their family or they want passive income. They don't want to work as much. Okay. We're going to help you make that financial decision so that you can have the personalized portfolio you want. And then on the back end, the communication, we provide you with a discord with three of the smartest people I know in crypto, Evan Larsell being the godfather of that. And we provide you access to those people. You can ask any questions you want. You can get anything answered that you have from those people. And so you get the education, personalization, and the communication. Yeah. And I mean, I think at the end of the day too, you know, we have some people, some really serious crypto portfolios now at this point. Um, Multiple people with six figures. Yeah, multiple people. And I think what's cool about that is uh, all of us are kind of dabbling in some different things. We all bring something else to the table. And you're also getting ourselves. You know, and at the end of the day, if you have a question, you can talk to me. We can jump on a FaceTime call and we're going to guide you through what we know and try and help you the best of our ability. But right. it's all about growth. Um, and I think that's been you, you're great about that, man. You, you push everyone around you. I always give you that compliment. Like I've learned so many different things about the stock market, working out, eating better, whatever it may be. You, you push for constant growth. It's, it's something I really, really appreciate about you. Yeah, just my fucking crazy brain. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, but today, what we wanted to highlight for you guys was what can we offer you in in next level crypto? We're we're done with that spiel. We want to offer you guys kind of how we navigate one of the most powerful tools in crypto, and that would be crypto.com, and how we utilize their platform, their coins, everything about them to benefit us. In turn, how can this benefit you? Is what we're trying to get at. So. Crypto.com, I'll give kind of the basis of it, is one of our main platforms, exchanges, wallets, X, Y, and Z that we use to safeguard our assets, to grow our assets, to buy our assets, to sell our assets. And so Crypto.com, we got in on average anywhere between, with our regular buys, 10 cents and 15 cents, okay? And it's gone all the way up to that dollar. And we're in a great consolidation period where if you don't own any crypto.com, there's a good chance that you could. 
Yeah, and I'll, I'll kind of jump in and tell like the story of how we found out about this. And I think what's cool is you actually gave me a call, and I'll, dude, I actually will never forget you calling me. I know that's a really weird thing to say because <laughs> we're cousins; we talk on the phone all the time. But I remember you called me, and you were super excited about Crypto.com. And I remember looking it up, and I'm like, "Wow, this is this is different than anything I've ever seen." Yeah. Like my knowledge is on traditional banks. You know, you're getting that like 0.01 percent APY on your on your you know, savings, it's, it's garbage. So you see a debit card that'll pay for your, your Netflix, you know, your Spotify, your Amazon prime, and it gives you 5% back and it's a preloaded debit card. So there's no interest on it. You're like, this can't be real. Like Mm -hmm. this seems like a scam. Once again, you're like going through the progressions. Is this too good to be true? Are they just trying to get your money kind of thing? Um, and I got off that phone call with you and I think it was like, dude, two or three hours. I was Mm -hmm. on Reddit. I was, looking at their website, I was looking at YouTube videos. Um, and I found this guy named Eddie Moon, um, who is talking about crypto.com and his experience with it. And, uh, I just remember thinking to myself, this is legit. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to go all in on this. And I jumped yep. and it was honestly one of the best decisions I could have made at the time because it gives you access to so many more cryptos, but it also started me down this road of Staking. trying to learn as much as possible about the different avenues and it's just continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Well, and you'll find um, when, I'll just say when you get into next level crypto, uh, you'll find that I'm notorious for calling out these these different coins, these different projects. I'm notorious. I'm known for it that uh, I call these out early and then my skepticism sets in and I sit on my hands and I don't do anything. This has happened with multiple different projects, crypto.com being one of the biggest ones. Um, so I, I tell Lance about this. I'm excited about it. I back off. I don't, I don't do anything with it. I actually went straight to and opened my Coinbase account with the credit, the debit card. So you open crypto.com. I was like, I'm just going to go with Coinbase. That's what I'm using more. And I just use that excuse train. Yeah. Well, and all of that, I mean, to be fair, Coinbase, you know, is kind of the godfather of crypto exchanges. The entry drug. Yeah. I mean, it's, we've needed it for so long and I don't want to hate on them because I think there's a really good place for them mm-hmm. with crypto. Um, but right now it's like so many other companies are progressing. But I, as soon as you said that I looked into a debit card, I think I'm actually still on their wait list. They had like yep. a wait list email thing yep. and I got it. And just by then I was using crypto.com. So, mm-hmm. um, but what was interesting for me is I kind of went through everything and just jumped into it. I remember getting their uh, midnight blue card. So this is 1% back on all purchases, and it's a free card. It's like their initial offering. Yep. And then I think it was like two days later I called you and was like, I just ordered the red card, mm-hmm. which is a $400 card. gives you two, uh, 2% back, and uh, I had to pay 50 bucks to get the red card. Mm-hmm. And then, To upgrade, that's what he's talking about. So, Every yeah, time you upgrade, you have to pay that 50 bucks. Yeah, and I remember I'm like, all right, I'm all in on this. And then I just jumped up and it was like rose gold all the way. I want to, but I want you to tell the story of how you got to there, um, the situation you were in with your house and how that all transpired. Yeah. So we had a business, we owned a daycare, um, and this is during COVID and everything. And my wife was very successful daycare. Yeah. My wife was really great. She basically found every loophole to keep us open because so many businesses were throttling, couldn't find people. Um, so she offered daycare to nurses and doctors at the local hospitals because they were essential workers. And it just got to a point where she was in nursing school. We're living in a completely different town and we're trying to manage that business remotely. 
and we both were just super stressed out. We looked at each other and we're like, we can't keep doing this. Let's let's sell our home. Let's but, hit yeah. reset. Let's you know get control of our bills. That it, kind of thing. It was a unique situation because if you sold your house, you dissolved the daycare. Yeah. That was the unique situation. It wasn't where I can just I can dissolve the daycare. Yeah. Well, either way, you're gonna have to do both, and that's what you were in. Yeah, for sure. And it was it was the best decision we could have ever made. And I don't know any that many people that are talking now that are like, I'm so glad I sold my house and went into crypto, but there's some of those fools out there and they yeah. are making some good money this year. I yep. guarantee it. Well, and explain kind of the people that are outside. Dude, we had people in Australia and Europe listening to this podcast a few weeks ago. So explain Montana and the Bozeman's housing market yeah. uh, being one of the most crazy in the world. Yeah. So, you know, Bozeman's a really, really great town. There's two ski resorts uh, within 45 minutes. The There's a ton more uh, ski resorts outside of that. World-class fly fishing, uh, world-class hunting, really, really cool community. There's uh, Montana State Universities there, um, a ton of stuff. But basically what ended up happening is more and more tech companies started moving in, more and more high-dollar jobs. The pricing market or the housing market just completely exploded and then obviously this is going on when we're having wood shortages, COVID, COVID um, businesses are having a hard time finding employees. So we sold at the perfect time for us. Mm -hmm. yep. Made a huge profit. And literally from that moment, that was like a defining moment. I looked at my wife and I was like, we are just going to invest everything. We're going to take some risks, but we're going to live a debt free lifestyle from this moment on. Yep. Yep. And so ended up taking those profits from the house in Bozeman uh, moving to Great Falls, where you guys reside, and going through your progression there, going to school, um, working at the hospital, and all that. But the big thing is is taking those profits and exactly what we did with it. And we'll get into how we use Crypto.com and how we can help you use Crypto.com. But what you did is you went all in on stablecoins. So you yeah. did you did uh, diversify in other types of cryptos, but your main bag went to your stablecoins because allowing you to have the stable coins you bought your forty thousand dollars worth of crow yep. at, at 15 cents at 15 cents you stake that you get your rewards off that the other portion of that money went into stable coins so we can get 12 for you correct yeah 12 yeah, percent yeah. actually 14 because with get a, the crow yeah because i get yep. a two percent bonus on that. so you get the 12 percent on your stable coins plus your two percent crow but you can now, this is the perspective switch we talk about in Next Level Crypto and all my content, is you have to have this perspective switch. I call it the uh, middle class mentality, okay? Mm -hmm. we This middle class mentality, we are taught to save your money, put it in a savings account, a CD, uh, lock it up forever, and you earn 0 0.01 or 0 0.03, okay? What we did with Crypto.com is that perspective switch has to happen where you have to think what is you have to look at the banks as a business the the money that you put in is then loaned out to other people at higher interest rates so how this works is when you're an fdic insured bank you have to hold 10 percent of everybody's money on hand okay so this is what's called fractional reserve banking you have to hold 10 percent. so if i put in a hundred thousand dollars they keep ten thousand dollars and they loan out $90,000 to somebody at a 5% interest rate. So now the bank is using your money to make money for them. Okay. So where the perspective switch comes in is we can look at crypto.com as our bank. 
because with the power of stable coins, now we can get 12% interest. So now it takes out the bank. It takes out the middleman. Now you profit from your investment instead of getting it loaned out to somebody else. Exactly. There yeah. is processes where we can loan out money, but that's only on your choice. It's not just a part of the deal. Yeah. And, and there's, there's so much to this. And I think what's really crazy and what Kobe's talking about is really a, a, a mental change for you personally. Like for me, I remember, you know, I've worked a job where I was traveling and had a business where I had 20 to, have, 20 to 25 days out of the month. Yeah. Like I had to have employees at, at a daycare and you know, you want to make sure that the kids are safe. You're worried about compliance. You're worried about what you're going to serve for food. You have all these things on your plate and they're taking time away from your family. And what's crazy about crypto is literally, guys, there's some kids at home making a living wage on a computer, mm-hmm. playing games, selling mining. art, mining. Like this stuff is a way to change your entire perspective around what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to own property and rent it out like you used to. You don't have to have a business. Yep. There's other options on the table. And I think for us, that was what was really cool about this. And we saw the pathway through some help and some guidance from some good people. And we mm-hmm. wanted to give that back. Right. And that's, that's the whole, uh, that's the whole basis of next level crypto and just crypto.com being that, that, uh, that tool that we use to get to that point. Um, so Lance, uh, you want to grab your rose? You're at Rose, correct? Yeah. Yep. Right so there. that's his Rose gold card. Um, so he had to have $40,000 of crow to get that card. And then the rest of those profits went in the stable coins. I have the, Oh, you have my purple card. Oh, I do. There you go. Yeah, I got wow. your red card. Or no, this is my red card. But I got the um, indigo, correct? That's what yep. it's called. Yep, indigo. the indigo card. And so this is the step right below the rose gold card. And this is $4,000 worth of crow. And so how we use this, guys, is now we stake the crow. We stake our stable coins. And we look at crypto.com and look at circle honestly, USDC yeah. as our, as our token, as our, uh, as our coin, because USDC is a one-to-one pegging with the U S dollar. They've done everything right. They've attempted to be an FDIC insured bank with uh, very little help. They've done everything right. Other than tether who has been very sketchy. So we use crypto.com stable coins and crow as our encompassing portfolio for that. As you move up the list, like Lance was talking about, you're going to get more rewards for that. Again, in Next Level Crypto, we ask, how much money are you willing to go for? What are you willing to invest? Okay. Then are you looking for passive income? Are you looking to multiply generational wealth, uh, secure generational wealth? What is your plan? From there, we can help you utilize crypto.com to the best of your ability, whatever that is. If you've got $4,000 and some change, it might be a good idea to get into say the purple card. Yeah. But there's ways, and there's ways if you don't have $4,000 to get to that point. And I think that's, what's super cool about their ecosystem. They set it up. So they have five different tiers of cards, right? So that's free all the way up to $400,000, which neither of us are baller enough yet. Nope. That's how I said yet Mm -hmm. to get that. Um, that's, that's an amazing goal to get to. You get 8% back wherever you shop. Like I will challenge anyone where, where's there a credit card where you can get 8% back? There's not there. And this is the another thing that we talk about, and then we'll get into the other rewards outside of the um, percent back. But this is where we talk about it. So you swipe this card and you get your 2%, 3%, whatever you get back in crow. Okay. 
So instead, when you swipe a regular credit card, you get, let's just say 2%. Usually that's kind of yeah, where they're at. Two to five. Two to five. But so on you certain get, things. Yep. You get 2% back in US dollars. Okay. US dollars is US dollars. You're going to get, usually it's inflating. So you're going to have less of that US dollar. So say you get $5 back in US dollars. Well, you have $5. Okay. When we get 5%, 10%, 8% back in Crow, Crow is an appreciating asset. That's where this is insane. It's an appreciating asset. So say I get a hundred Crow at 10 cents. What happens when it goes to the dollar that it was just at? Now those are worth a lot more money. So you have to think about it like that. You're getting percent back in US dollars or you're getting percent back in an appreciating asset. That's the difference with what we're talking about. And it's it's a huge game changer. And just to like kind of throw some things out, you know, uh, 2% is going to cost you $400 for the card. And they're also going to pay for your Spotify. Yep. So it's another bonus. So basically, as, as soon as it. you run your Spotify, as soon as they see the bill for $9.99 on, the, on your invoice, they actually credit your account with $9.99 in Crow. And once again, uh, appreciating asset, appreciating. There are literally people that are posting and they got into um, crypto.com at five cents and they looked back at all of their purchases for reimbursements. And they're like, do you know how much money this one reimbursement's worth? Yeah. Like there's people that have, you know, obviously bought less than 10 cents. It's sitting at what? 55 cents today. 50, anywhere from 55 to 60, depending where. Yeah. We're so, I mean, you think about what that's worth. If you did that for a few months now, it, it's crazy, man. Yep. It's it's astronomical to think, just thinking about that appreciating asset uh, quality behind it. And then with your card, so the Jade um, Jade Green or Indigo, there's two different color options. Um, you actually get Netflix and Spotify, 100% reimbursement on both of those. Yep. And then on your card, you get Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon. Yeah. So all three of those are paid back to you uh, just for having the card. Okay. Yeah. Plus you get lounge access at airports. Yep. So you can actually go into the private lounges, which is just crazy to me. I know that there's some very high tier credit cards that have that, yep. but the spending requirements are just insane. Crazy. For those. Crazy. And once again, you're paying interest to somebody at, let's yep. say it's five to 28%. And we're not on any of these cards. We're not paying interest. Yeah. We're not paying interest. We're getting paid interest. And that's, what, and what I think is funny, I, I remember, um, I, I grew up, you know, very, very on the poverty line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised mostly by a single mom, you know, grinding. And I remember there was a point in time where she's like, yeah, she felt really bad about having a preloaded debit card. Like it was like, oh, man, you know, this is all the money I have kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. this is this is for poor people. And I was like, yeah, we've arrived. Yes. But now I laugh because now we're getting to a point where these are preloaded debit cards. Mm-hmm. You're putting the money on there to spend it. So it's also good for people that want to have a budget. Mm-hmm. They're like, my monthly budget's five grand. You go to slide that and you can't go through. Yeah. You're at, you're at your budget, right? Yep. So and there's, that there's brings other up benefits. a good point. That brings up a good point too. Lance utilizes the card. He pays rent and different utilities and all this stuff with his crypto card. With me, I'm in a little different situation because I have a business. So I have to take money out of a business, put it into a personal, personal to crypto.com. So there's two different perspectives here, which is really cool to see. But just in swiping the card, not interest, not crow, not stable coins, just swiping the card. Since Lance got in, he's earned over $1,200 in rewards. Okay. And that's just from swiping the card. That's not staking. That's not the gains of crypto. That's just swiping it. And that brings me back to the podcast I released last week. 
And it brings me back to the content that I talked about. Mr. Sherman, one of the congressmen from uh, California, complete clown, absolute clown, has no idea what he's talking about. I, there was some things that he, I, I agree with. We need to get away with shit coins. We need, to, we need to have a little bit of regulation on that. But he makes a statement that he says. He reads a statement. Yeah, exactly. He reads a statement. He, uh, he reads the statement that says, um, go in Washington, D.C. and find me somewhere where you can buy a sandwich with Bitcoin. I was like, okay. Right here. Right here. All those cards right there. So you, you have to think about it. He pays utilities, mortgage, rent, all these different things with this card because it is now preloaded with a stable coin. You have your US dollars on there. You can pay with your crypto assets. So a lot of people say, well, what are you going to do with crypto? And that's like the big question. Yeah. Well, what can you do with crypto? anything you can do with U.S. dollars. And I think that's the misconception. I, for a long time, even when we first started crypto, we would always talk about stable coins. Mm -hmm. And I was using stable coins. Like I had USD, I but had Tether. Usually just to get to a crypto. But yeah, I would literally buy it to be able to get another crypto and I would be done with it. I never saw the value in the, the staking conversation and other things. And when Sherman was talking about that, Kobe and I had a very funny conversation. We actually established our business mm -hmm. using stable coin. We, we yeah. literally loaded our cards up and paid for her business and all of our fees and everything with, with stable coins. With stable coins. Yep. So it, it's funny. Like people don't people don't fully understand the use case for it right now because it's so early. Yep. But we're and there. that's what we're trying to give you guys. We're trying to give you that that knowledge, that perspective to see that use case because what we talk about in Next Level Crypto is only getting into projects that have a real world use case. Okay. We're not a day trading platform. We're not a swing trading platform. We're a long-term wealth generation platform education company that gives you the tools to use with this real-world use case. And stable coins are quite possibly the most important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, you do have to throw down a decent amount, but also you can throw down a little bit and create multiple staking terms. And get and, and start up to. to. Yeah, and start to get passive income. Yep. And, and, you know, you can always grind work overtime, do all those things, yep. take some of that money and stake it in crypto. And then once again, you don't have the volatility because it's a stable, a stable coin. coin. It's yep. backed by the U.S. dollar. Yep. And I think that's what's so interesting about the things that we're talking about is I, I, I'm so tired of people saying, oh, the crypto market's so volatile. Yeah. You know, you're, you guys are going to lose everything. Yeah, there's people that have lost money, just like anything else. Just right? like the stock just market, like the just stock like real market, estate. Just like IRAs, just like yep. companies that go out of business and, and take everything, right? Yep. There's things all that risk, happens. all reward comes with risk. Totally. And it's usually proportionate. Totally. So you have to you have to accept that. Uh, and the cool thing is, is as Lance and I have uh, matured in the crypto markets, we've gone from jumping on bandwagons, jumping into coins because somebody else said so, all the way into this perspective that we have now of earning passive income. And we've got to the point where we have multiple handfuls of different projects that are giving us passive income. And that's what we want to get to. So our goal could be different from yours. You just want to jump in and multiply money. Okay, we'll get we'll we'll help you make that decision in the best token that we think yeah. could do that for you. What we're at, we want to hold assets. We want to hold different tokens, but we want passive income. I want to work less. When I have really? kids, I want my wife to be able to stay home for the first four years. Yeah. That's my end goal. I want to buy an airplane. Yeah. You want to buy an airplane. Yeah. I, that, those are the kind of problems I, I want. And I want to buy a lot of guns. Yeah. And that's that's just how it goes. So we, we, we have to get down to the root of what you want out of this 
and we can help you make that happen. But you have to, I'm going to say this very frank, you just have to fucking do it. Yeah, you have to put the work in. It's not It's not free. The, the time that you're going to spend wanting to learn about this stuff, yes. once you start seeing those profits, and the first time you make a few bucks, it's so exciting. It's man. an adrenaline rush. Yeah. It's an adrenaline rush. Again, right now we're talking, our portfolios are down compared to what they were, but that's the beauty. That's what we're doing. We're accumulating, accumulating, and getting to a point where when I post, this was a problem, and I ha, I, this wasn't on our thing to talk about today, but over Christmas, or excuse me, Thanksgiving, we posted how well we'd been doing in the crypto markets. Yeah. Posted this up. I made some content around it, um, and everybody was like, whatever you say is gold. I want to learn from you. I want to jump in. I want to make this money. And then as soon as the markets go red, the human experience, the human perspective kicks in, and they're like, I... I think I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to stay away from the crypto markets. I think the fear's there. I don't know what it's going to happen. Come back in two months. And on the other side of it, and you and I have spoke about this so many times, yeah. this is the time when the market's down because your entry point is it so It makes much me better. anxious your getting Your average it. buys are better. Like there, there are so many things that you can say, but everyone has the FOMO, right? The fear yeah. of missing out. They see something going down. They don't want any part of it. It's going up. It's at an all-time high. They want to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Do you understand? People just don't. And that's what we teach in Next Level Crypto Academy is like the TA behind things and the investor psychology. As soon as something goes crazy, it's not just you looking at it. There's people that are already in it that are going to sell you theirs yeah. at the all-time high every time. It's going to happen. And so I had uh, somebody that I know um, told, told this person not to buy Crow. Bought Crow at like 75 cents um, because we posted, hey, this is what we did. And I said, don't buy Crow. Don't buy Crow. We're at 50 cents now. If you've never owned Crow, awesome opportunity to get in. Yeah. So you have to fight whatever your brain's telling you. Most of the time, do the opposite. It's trying to, it's playing on your emotions. Totally. And, and so I think once again, you get to the other side of it. Now you're us. Like we get excited when the markets are down, which is funny because. But we still have to fight it though too. Yeah. We have true. to fight it. Like yeah. we, we, we don't feel as achieved as prestigious as we did say two months ago, but yeah. we, we fight it because we know what's on the other side. That's when you get exposed to the market over time, you go through these big ups and downs and then you can manage your emotions. And I think the other thing that you're offering with, you know, and some things that you've really taught me is a risk test of yourself, right? Uh, University of Missouri, uh, Mizzou mm -hmm. has a really great risk profile test. Um, I think they use it for their business school. Um, correct yep. me if I'm wrong. And we require that for everybody yep. in Next Level Crypto. And we were talking just the other day, like that could change, right? The market's up. You're probably willing to take a little bit more risk. Yep. And the market's down. You're probably willing to take less risk. So mm -hmm. once again, that, that battle in that psychology, like we're talking to people and teaching them about themselves as well. Cause you might not know that you might just be like, I want to jump in. I want to do this. Yep. We require you to take that because we want to know where you stand. Yep. And we revisit that is yeah. a big thing. Um, I think we should go on to in how we utilize crypto.com, but how, how the earn program works and how we've battled it. And I, I bring up high, high standard or high um, standing celebrities because people don't like listening to me or you. They like Matt thinking Damon. Matt Damon or Mr. Wonderful or all these, uh, Mark Cuban is a big one too. Yeah. But I want you to realize this. We're going to talk about crypto.com and their earning. 
and both Crow and stable coins and all other projects, really. But Mr. Wonderful put out a TikTok a, f- a while back talking about inflation and how he was trying to fight inflation with different assets. You can fight inflation with, if you have large sums of money, putting it into, say, Coca-Cola and getting a dividend. Yeah. But a lot of people don't have that money. Artwork. We think, yeah, we think, yeah, we think $4,000 is a lot. You put $4,000 in a Coke, you're making cents. Yeah. It's, does, it's not worth it. So what we're talking about is Mr. Wonderful went to his, uh, his wealth management, his hedge fund, whatever it would be, and he said, I want to take X amount. It was over a million dollars. And he told them. I think that's the best part. He like, did he's, tell he's them. He's paying them for yes. service, and he went to them and was like, we're doing We this. have to do this. So you yeah. think Mr. Wonderful, one of the most uh, prolific celebrities that we know, said, I need to put X amount. Let's just say it's a million dollars because it was over that. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to put um, over a million dollars into a stable coin, and I want to stake it. And they're like, dude, this is uncharted territory. We've never done this. And he had the conversation saying, what's our, what's our inflation rate at? It got all the way up to 6%. Yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's, there's a lot of debate around that as well. I'm not going to, that's low ball. That. Yeah. That's low ball because our gas has gone up 58. Yeah. Food, every, everything, everything. Right so he says, let's put this money into crypto.com. Let's put it into a stable coin and stake it. He can get 12% on his U S dollars. So now in a perfect world, say inflation's at 6%. So you've lost 6% of your buying power. Now you stake it and earn passive income on a million dollars, which is a lot of money. And now you can actually beat inflation. You can actively beat inflation by over 6%. So you're still earning over 6%. And one of my proudest moments is I remember when you sent me that and I was like, I beat Mr. Wonderful at stake. We both did. I was like, so I was so happy about that. I was like, I'm stoked. But once again, that goes back to knowing people, having conversations, being open-minded a little bit to a different way of life. Or a lot of bit. Because everyone is so used to banks. Like, we talked about it. Like, get a CD, get a bond, do all these things. And and there's a place for all of that. I don't yep. I don't want to like be the guy that's hating on like every aspect of traditional banking. There's, there's some good elements to it. FDIC yep. insured, like all of those things. One of the best things for traditional banking would be um, two things, health savings account and an MPI account. Yeah. Those are tr- technically traditional and they're still doing well, but I should, I should freaking mint this phrase middle-class mentality. Yeah. The middle class mentality is what's going to keep you there. Totally. We have to fight against it. Then there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't want to take the risk, don't take the risk. But there is this middle class mentality that is absolute chains on our wrists. Yeah. We have to we have to look at that. So what we're talking about, Mr. Mr. Wonderful stake this over a million dollars, is beating inflation, doing a lot of things with his assets. We got into that prior to them. Okay. So I, I'm not trying to like boost our, boost our reputation, but I'm trying to boost our reputation. Like yeah. we're not, we're not dipshits that are just saying, Hey, throw this in there. We're trying to, we're trying to better people. Yeah. And we're trying to build a better life for ourselves. And we've been able to do that, um, through these decisions that we made. And yeah. there's a lot of people out there, you know, shelling a ton of different projects. Yep. And at the end of the day, you have to know what you're investing in. I ask everyone to do their own due diligence. Like that's important. Mm-hmm. And you always, you taught me that, like you got to know what you're getting into, know the people that are involved in it. And with stable coin, why I felt so comfortable is the fact that it is backed by the dollar. Right. And, and we have, we have a physical good. Yeah. Circle, not tether. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to, I will be the hater on tether. Yep. Um, 
but once again, and it's it's one of those where we have that ability to see where everything's going, how it's being operated, and you have companies like Coinbase, Crypto.com, and a bunch of other exchanges that are that are using stablecoin as a way to get into other currencies. So yeah. it, it was a no-brainer for us at the time. 100%. And so that's one that's one aspect of the Crypto.com earn. The second would be their staking protocols and their DeFi staking. And again, this is... So we had this conversation about stablecoin staking, right? And now we're just having this conversation behind DeFi staking on Crypto.com. Is Mr. Wonderful going to be talking about this in a month now? Yeah. This is what I'm trying to reiterate this could be something that he gets into. And then once he gets into it, you're going to FOMO in and they're going to dump it on you. We're trying to help. So crypto.com just launched their uh, DeFi staking platform and they've done a lot of very cool things with that. There's, and I know you want to get into this too. There's now a way around $4,000 to get the rewards that I have. Again, more reward, more risk. With just doing it this way, you put down your money, you get your rewards, everything's pretty dang secure. On DeFi, DeFi is another whole monster that is very helpful, very revolutionary, but it's new. And people are going to like look at us like we're, you know, talking with their horns growing out of our heads, you know, yeah. um, because this is so complicated. Like there's so many factors to this, but basically at the end of the day, crypto.com has a centralized exchange. So if you're on there, you, your KYC, you, yep, your KYC, you log on. DeFi is that means know your customer. So there's a there's a uh, uh, a bunch of protocols that they have to have behind you, questions answered, for them to know who you are. Yeah, you have to verify your address. Have to see a picture of your passport or your driver's license. Scan your face. Everyone that. has a different way of doing it. But with DeFi, you have a, a recovery phrase. Um, seed phrase, yep. Yep, the seed phrase. Um, I think it's 2418. I think they actually let you pick your mm-hmm. on, on crypto.com DeFi. Um, but what's nice about it is if you tr- if you stake on traditional crypto.com, you need 5,000 extra crow outside of your stake, and you get 6% back on that. If you transfer everything to your DeFi, you can get 12.99%. In Jerry's pool. In Jerry's pool. So you could actually use a free debit card. 1% back on everything. Take that to your DeFi and you can restake that every single time and you're actually earning the next tier, right? Yep. Like that's the mentality that's so cool about this system. Then you get into the $400, you're getting twice as many rewards, right? And then you can stake all of that for 12.99 and work your way up to the Jade Indigo $4,000 card. Yep. So it's all about how much money can you put down? How much money can you put towards it? And then what can you do with passive income? And for me... Being very uh, middle class, I didn't. Re- I thought I thought passive income was kind of this like little fairy dust thing. But yeah. every Friday, how I set it up, every Friday, I get paid for doing nothing. I didn't change a toilet. I didn't do a hot water heater. I didn't deal with tenants. Yeah, getting paid from that. And so with their DeFi staking, we got into both uh, Crow uh, for the, the staking on there, and then also a project called VVS Finance. And VVS Finance being the DeFi protocol for Crypto.com. And uh, it launched, we were, I would say, and we don't know this number right off the top of our heads, but I would say we're in the first 5% of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was was It was the day. We got got the day it launched, the day we got in. Um, And there was a lot of, we actually got into it when 
it crashed. Like we got into it when the the DeFi wallet crashed because there were so many people. Yeah, and they didn't even actually there. have like the on ramps for yeah. staking it and everything. <laughs> no. So like we were like literally in there. We probably broke the refresh, system. refresh, yeah. refresh. Yep. And so we got into VVS Finance where you can actually compound. So I put in X amount. Say I put in a thousand dollars worth. That compounds. Say I earned a hundred dollars. Well, that now that hundred dollars is compounding. And that next hundred dollars, and it just continues down this chain of compounding. And then you have to look at the price of the asset. Totally. So as the price of the asset goes up, your rewards go up. As the price of the asset goes down, it goes down. But you're still earning that passive. That's the big thing. And what's so cool about this is we all have our own perspectives, right? Like I remember that night I was up. There was a there was a fire in uh, Montana. Denton, Denton, in Montana. Denton. Yeah. Um, and basically, they were running fire trucks by my house all night long. So I was up and I was just messing with stuff. But my perspectives on crypto.com and how I use it is different than you. We've mentioned that. But what's cool about this is there's a place for everyone in this, right? Mm -hmm. Like it depends on how you're trying to do things. How much money, your goals. But if you don't want the next tier up, you can convert your crow to USD. And then you can like literally live off of that. Yep. You could, Yeah, you could bring it back to the US dollar and pay your rents off you can, of it. You can go in Bitcoin, Ethereum. I think they yep. support over 230 different cryptocurrencies. So yeah, that brings up a really good point. So you get paid in passive income. What we do, we restake it. So we get that and we do one of two things. We either get our payments and we restake it, one, or two, we get those payments and we buy other assets. But you don't have to do that. If you want the true passive income right now without compounding effect, you get your payment, you pay your rent. You get your payment, you buy diapers. Yeah. Whatever or you want to save up all year, and guess what? Christmas money is there. At the it's end paid, of the year. and you didn't work for that. You did not work for that money. No. You learned, but you didn't actually go to work and clock in for that. And then, um, crypto.com, just like many other platforms, is getting into the NFT market. And the NFT market, I have we have a whole chapter on just the education behind NFTs, the NFTs and art, music, gaming, um, business, real estate. It's endless. Yeah, physical goods, movie yeah. tickets, uh, NFL Hotel. game tickets. Yep. I mean, it, sky's the limit. Hotel it. stuff. Um, so Crypto.com's got into their NFT markets a little bit, and we've dabbled a little bit, but it's not, again, this this is very new to us as well. And so they have a few different pro projects, the Kronos Chimps, um, Loaded Lions. I was hoping to win one of those. I don't know if they've done it yet. The VVS moles that are associated with VVS finance. And then you get into the celebrities and then you get into big corporates. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's been, been on there, Matt Damon. Um, and then the backing between the NBA, the UFC, European soccer Formula and one. F Formula one. Yeah. I mean, and, and what's cool about this. So, and, and once again, to give you props is I think you were actually the first one in that group, maybe Evan was the, I think Evan was the first one. He was always the first one, but I think he bought uh NFT and then you bought one and I waited once again. I did like, yes, the, yes, I did yes. the, I don't know about the, NFT I don't know about thing. the tax implications. Yeah. yeah. Once yep. again, I'm that guy. Um, but I sat there and I looked at this and I was like, wow, this is, this is insane. There's so many opportunities in this and crypto at the time, crypto.com announced that they were going to sponsor the, they bought the Jersey on the 76ers mm -hmm. uh, for the marketing. That was our first thing in the NBA. Yeah, but they had already been in Formula One. Um, so I think it's the Aston Martin team. Um, they built, did some NFTs with them. But now there's banners everywhere. So if you watch the Abu Dhabi uh, season ender, mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy on F1. But they crypto.com everywhere. UFC, this last event, literally crypto.com. Crypto.com's in the octagon. It's on their shorts. It's on their shirts. 
it's everywhere. Um, and they've adopted that. And then quite possibly the biggest news, um, crypto.com buying the Staples Center. Yeah. And there's something interesting that you told me the other day. So um, the Staples Center, um, people just think of it as just the Staples Center. Well, the, the company behind that was Staples. And yeah, they, how much they paid for that. Yes, they paid X amount of money over time to be the Staples Center. Crypto.com, um, due to the widespread adoption, decided to uh, pay for it in full. So yeah. they, they paid forward and bought the what was the Staples Center and now is the Crypto.com Arena. $700 million. $700 million for that advertising. And honestly, Crypto.com, when we got into it, was very early and uh, still great platform, great, great services, great customer service. But now it's gone to almost if i'm if correct me if i'm wrong but quite possibly the most widespread supported exchange there is pretty close in the united states yeah they're definitely moving up the list i know um coinbase obviously has a ton of users and I, I from what i understood uh crypto.com last week passed them and really and money and really used on the exchange and that's that's crazy that's astronomical but then you just look at the the corporate backing mr wonderful mark cuban the NBA, UFC, UFC in itself, yeah. when they announced that early on, that was when we were at like 8 to 14 cents. Um, they announced that and it went crazy. And I don't think there's a, a influencer or anyone out there talking about crypto.com in a way that's negative towards their marketing just because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's so hard yeah. to even hate on that in any way because they they actually just got into the NFL. So the Montreal Canadiens signed a one-year deal with them, which um, I think is pretty unique. I don't think there's a lot of NHL teams going for it. But for them to have a jersey spot on the 76ers and then have the history behind the Staples Center mm-hmm. and everything that goes on there. And you got to think stadiums are used for concerts. They're used everything. for conventions. They're used for other things. So there's other applications there. And then they also got Matt Damon to do an ad. Which um, blew up. Which blew up. And once again, they're a company that puts hidden gems in that ad. There was a, a scannable label in that ad, and if you scanned it on your phone camera and sent it in, or it opened up an uh, basically QR a, code, a, oh yeah, QR, a QR code. code, it opened up an app, and you could put your info in there, and they're sending those people a reward because of that, sending like, you free crow, good yeah. amounts of crow, yeah, Easter eggs, just yeah. like randomly. So yep. it's like the, the the engagement that they're pushing is amazing, mm-hmm. and we don't even know where this could go. You know, you and I have had so many conversations about NFTs and where we see that going. I mean, literally, just to put it out there. You can make your house an NFT. That's the biggest Put thing. it under a smart contract and get 1%, 2% of that self for every single time it's sold for the rest of your life. Yep. Not to mention all the terms and conditions, all the contingencies, all the financing, everything is built into the smart contract. Yeah. So now guess who that takes out of the picture? The banks. This is why, and this is the whole overarching cloud as we wrap up, is the whole overarching cloud of crypto. Is traditional banks, is the traditional government, are they ready for that? That's the biggest question because it's going to flip everything on its head. You think about just the government themselves. If we put the government on a blockchain and all the transactions are public, is the government ready for that? Yeah, they they talk about security with it, which is funny because how many times have and you know embezzlement or different things happen, and they actually need forensic accountants to come in. And I oh. thought what was so great about the hearing that we listened to in front of the government is uh, is it Brian Brooks? Brian Brooks is oh a fucking gosh, dog, dude. dude. He, I loved every minute of that. So intellectual. But him sitting there saying, 
you can literally look at the blockchain and I can tell exactly what happened. It is forensic accounting. And yeah. I think everyone in the room is like, oh, okay. But then once again, there's people in the government that don't want that. Yep. The biggest thing that I took from Brian Brooks in that hearing is hopefully can apply to you that's watching this and listening to this. Early in the 2000s when um, banking went to electronic ledgers. So before that, they were handwritten ledgers, human error, okay, is within this. So you have to write down this transaction. This happened at this time for this amount from this person to this person, okay? As soon as we had the dot-com bubble and we started going to all electronics, all the banks started using electronic ledgers. Banks were sued for that. Banks were sued for using electronic ledgers, okay, because it's new. When Brian Brooks was a lawyer, the overarching committee that sees the um, certification of all these lawyers said any lawyer cannot use email yeah, because it's this. unsecure and it goes over this cloud network that we have no idea what that is. Right, client privileges under yep. there as well. So now you look at that. That looks that looks stupid right now. Electronic ledgers, very secure, well, to some extent. And email, everybody uses email. So you look... And the reason why the crypto markets is looked at so differently is because it's new. Every single new asset class that comes along is always labeled the black sheep, always. And they want to keep you as the black sheep because they want to make their money off of it before it's part of the entire industry. So I want you to think about that. As technology starts to take off, it usually increases the human experience makes the human experience better. But yet it's going to be labeled the black sheep until it's all too late and you've missed the boat. And, and granted, we're, we're guinea pigs right now, right? Like we're doing stuff that not a lot of folks are doing and we're going through it and finding the problems with it. And, and these exchanges are actively every single day doing trouble calls on how to fix things, how to make things better, um, how to figure out, you know, fraud. There's always going to be hackers. There's always going to be people that are trying to exploit these new things. Yep. But now as we sit here and talk, could anyone have imagined Bitcoin would actually be a currency? And I think this is so funny. We have politicians calling about how uh, crypto is destabilizing currencies. And I'm like, well, it is currency now. Mm -hmm. Like for the first time, we have countries that are actually going to it and using it as a currency. So I, I, I can't imagine a world where this doesn't evolve further and we don't see some mass, extent. mass adoption to the point where we go from, all right, 10% of the populace to 30, 40. 50%. Yep. It's not for everyone. There's going to be people that shouldn't be in crypto, quite frankly, yep. or that hate it or, or have other problems with it. And that's fine. But we are going to see a point. And I think what's interesting and you brought up is we are still very, very early. Yeah. No matter if you're starting today or you started in 2010, yeah. it, we're still very, very early. And uh, we hope that you guys can get that across and you guys can think about that, maybe digest it a little bit. Um, and even if next level crypto isn't what you want, we'll point you where you need to go. Yeah, we'll, totally. We'll, it doesn't, doesn't need to be us. And there's tons of resources. I mean, we can sit here and talk about it all day. And, and this is the, the thing that I find interesting. Even some of the stuff we've said today is probably going to confuse some folks mm -hmm. The you know, DeFi and staking and what staking means and stable coins and everything. There's such a learning curve with this stuff. Mm -hmm. If you can learn quicker and get to where you're interested, if you're into NFT artwork or you, you're a brand guy and you want Adidas stuff, We'll point you in the right brand, you know, the right direction to get on the NFT drop for Adidas. Yep. You know, if that's it, what you want to do. The possibilities are endless. Uh, so if you guys have questions, there's a few places you can reach us uh, at coach underscore Wartman on Instagram. 
at next underscore level crypto on uh, on Instagram. You can DM us there. In both of our links in our bios, you can sign up for Next Level Crypto, the education, personalization, and communication behind that. Um, and just keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram, um, our, our launch pass, and you can keep up with us on Discord, okay? So if there's anything, any questions you guys have, please reach out. We're here to help. We'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, let's all go make some money. Yes, sir. So that wraps up. Next level crypto, or woo, next level radio. (laughs) There's so many next levels. Next level radio episode number 75. Reach out to us. We'll get back to you, and you guys have a wonderful.